0: so much for coming out this is the seventh anniversary of the read live we were here two years ago for the first time and it just was an incredible experience absolutely scared the shit out of me so i am so thankful to be back thank you harlem for having us back thank you new york for always holding us down and so showing so much love from the very beginning we appreciate all of you for being here
1: and also those of you who have traveled from other places yes thank you ridiculous spent money (laughs) and came out in the frigid death yes
0: y'all did that
1: for these two ghetto ass niggas
0: oh wow okay
1: well, welcome back. Um, who, how many of y'all have been to a show before?
2: All right.
1: So you understand the mess yeah. that is uh, soon to come. How many is this? How many of y'all are this is your first show?
0: Okay. Yes. Amen. That's what I well, like to see: growth.
1: God bless you. Well, good luck. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, if you brought your wife in, I hope you warned them. What this was about I mean I see you You know what I'm saying
1: Lovely white couple So girl Get ready for this bullshit today. They got
0: they drinks Amen Gonna need them
1: Um, So this is the read I go by the name Well I am Famed actor And Grammy award winner (laughs) Malcolm Jamal Warner
0: (laughs) Amen And I am Ella Fitzgerald Y'all know she got her start right here at the Apollo when she was 17 years old. It's fucking crazy. (laughs) Okay, come on. Black History Month. (laughs) I'm going to say this
1: because niggas. (laughs) Okay. Y'all have spent a very decent amount of money to be here. Half. We want to have a smooth program. (laughs) We understand that niggas like to get boisterous. Um, And there is a segment towards the middle of the show that's dedicated to your questions live Mm -hmm. here in the audience. Those often get messy. Um, A lot of niggas get called out in that segment, so you may feel excited. Now, typically, I would say, you know, try your best to behave yourselves. Tonight, I say, we've been doing this shit for seven years, and this is the Apollo where people boo for fun. So. (laughs) Don't play. I don't really give a fuck. I'm full of weed and crown royal. Have a blast. Have a good time tonight.
0: Help us, black Jesus.
1: Well, they've given me a piece of technology here. Let's see if it works so we can begin the program. Oh, you got a clicker. Mm-hmm. I brought media. <laughs> okay, fancy. So, in the vein of the podcast, we're going to start tonight's show with some black excellence. Now... Let me preface the performance tonight with a cold, hard fact that I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck tonight. So I'm going to say whatever I want, and um, thanks for coming. So Black Excellence for me, let's see if this works. Boom. Yes!
0: Money! That's motherfucking right. So,
1: for those of you who don't know, (laughs) you're looking at a young queen by the name of Taylor James. That's right. Sitting across from a fan. And now we briefly spoke about Taylor's journey um, into speaking up for herself and understanding right from wrong, as well as uh, colonization. Now Taylor experienced experienced an injustice at school when one of her classmates by the name of Lizzie (laughs) co-opted and appropriated Mm -hmm. her perfect attendance pencil. Now we all knew that Taylor was not. I mean, Lizzie was not promised a perfect attendance pencil because mm-hmm. Lizzie was in Canada.
0: Canada, and everybody
3: knew it.
1: Lizzie lied. She played games. You know what I'm saying? My girl Taylor had to speak to her mama and the teacher. There was just nothing that was done. So thankfully, this wonderful fan here, Ellen DeGeneres is her name, (laughs) invited Queen Taylor to the program where she was given this ginormous pink pencil mm-hmm. that actually says property of Taylor on it let's see you grab that shit Lizzie. <laughs> okay put that on your fucking disco fries you mounty.
0: Ellen also gave this little girl a $10,000 check and she was a lot more hype about that
1: oh yes
0: she, she saw the pencil she was like okay something I could have won at the fair I guess she's cute but then she that check it, came out yeah and Lizzie was like, now nah, we motherfucking talking. A <laughs> bitch is getting paid, okay? That's my so, girl.
1: So, I'm just a huge fan of her story arc. Yes. And um, this bit of redemption that was seen right here. Because you know what, sis? You deserve. And Taylor also got a signed note from Ellen and their company excusing her from absence in that school. So she can keep <laughs> her perfect attendance. No Lizzie, unexcused Lizzie, where absence. was yours? Worse.
0: In Canada.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Don't you ever motherfucking steal from my dog again. <laughs> Fuck wrong shit. Now. She deserves. Uh, Where did I put this thing? I'm already fucking up. Now.
0: With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me
1: I like this. This is um, one of the messier par- parts of the show where we're going to talk about uh, blogs and pop culture bullshit. This is the Hot Tops. That's right. It's called Hot Tops Uncut Gems. Did I do Uncut Gems? Have I done that one?
0: I don't think so. I think I would have remembered Uncut Gems. Bad Bottoms for Life.
1: I put that one <laughs> on the background. Right there you go god damn it so first up someone's got a brand new piece of art
0: I really thought you meant art
1: <laughs> this is not that professional uh, mom and bad bitch Amber Rose debuted a brand new tattoo that she got on her forehead. She said that she was inspired by the death of Kobe, which made her reflect on her life. Ironic. (laughs) But the tattoo on her forehead says bash and slash. Those are the names of her children. Believe it or not, they have.
0: (laughs) Not like hit and run. Y'all was looking concerned. like. It's a set of misdemeanors. What is that?
1: So, the mother, here she is. I just... Yeah, y'all can't believe she did that to her face. I'm already, like, not a fan of uh, face tattoos. You know what I mean? I find them to be unnecessary. Um... And I just feel like of, of yes. all things, I'm not here to judge anybody. I know they're all the rage. A couple of you probably have baby fathers with numerous tattoos on their faces, and I'm not here to judge anybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I was already you know, not crazy about them. You know, but sis, y- y- it's your face. <laughs> it belongs to you, and if you want your face to look like the front page of a blog,
0: then that's fine. Header and footer. Is it? Is it? I mean, is it because Amber Rose had a perfectly fine face. There was nothing wrong with this face before. It's like when you have a nice car and then you see somebody who like is driving something decent, but they put them damn eyelashes on the front of their car. And you like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Was that a fucking Benz I just saw? <laughs>
1: Who the fuck put have lashes seen, on that car? Have you seen them niggas who be driving around with like a, a F 150 with like the nut yes. sack hanging out in you know, <laughs> the back? Yeah, I'm like from Oklahoma, scrotum.
0: so I have seen that. <laughs> yes. Ruining the truck. For what? That is what... You're ruining your truck, girl. But, you know, at least it's her kids and, you know, ultimately her body, her choice. So. She
1: faced lots of judgment, of course, <laughs> on Instagram. Did she face it? Here's what she had to say. She said, beauty is not what's on the outside. Uh, It's what's on the inside that counts. Inside of my pussy and inside of my heart. I just feel like she makes a great argument.
0: I mean, it's true that what is inside of your pussy counts. It counts a lot. And what came
1: out of it. Hence, that's the tattoo. I'm not wrong. Am I incorrect? Did I say something you're not, wrong? No, you're Thanks. not
0: wrong. And I, the thing is, I don't really disagree with this sentiment. It's not really like, oh, Amber Rose, you're so hideous. It's just like, girl, why? Was you going to forget them kids? There's more. <laughs> Her iOS press release reads as follows. <laughs> it says, for
1: the people that are telling me I'm too pretty for a face tat are the same people... No, that's not That's not, nope, isn't. Are the same people that would tell me that I'm too pretty, even if they thought I was ugly, and lie to me.
0: Who the fuck?
1: Or they would just tell me I'm ugly. Yeah, probably that. So either way, the moral of the story is do whatever the fuck you want in life, mother.
0: Again, I can't disagree with you, but... The whole first part of that is weird and kind of wrong. But then she is right at she the it end up. of it. Yeah, she wraps it up with a fact again. And listen, my pussy counts. I am
1: Bash Hive. The new one, he, the slash Aren't is fresh. All? I don't know much about him yet. Yeah. But I am definitely part of the Bash Hive, and I will go ahead and appreciate the fact that you love your kids so much that you wanted to, you know, have a pop up edge on the front of your face. <laughs> and you know what? I can appreciate that because in the realm of of face tattoos we're also dealing with this
0: no the fuck we not is that Christopher Maurice is that an air force one father of two y'all know know I don't know shoes what kind of shoe is oh no that's a Jordan
1: that's definitely a Jordan that's
0: a that's that the what was it called not blueberries what was they called (laughs) that fucking shoe all the niggas had and it was like blue at the bottom okay Fuck it. Oh yes, Concord like grapes. Thank you. <laughs> That's what that looked like. I swear. <laughs> what the height beast? Is the lace going up into his baby hair? <laughs> is that an Illuminati triangle at his edges? What is that?
1: <laughs> I have no what the idea f- oh, what this nigga is Oh went my god. <laughs> With him, I assumed maybe he just ran out of space because I hear that tattoos are addicting and then you just can't stop like Pringles or whatever. But like, again, I just tattoo it on one of the mothers of your children or something like you have to have like there's plenty of space on the the nail bed there.
0: Uh, I mean, really, he could have put this right behind the ear. He probably got some room on that neck. Why a sneaker? That's what are I'm there saying. any big sneakerheads
1: in the audience? Don't be ashamed just because this yeah. nigga.
0: I mean, <laughs> like, I don't want to answer no questions about the tattoo, though. Does it make sense
1: that a passion can run so deep that you would be like, you know, what I want on my face? Some bread elevens.
0: <laughs> Is that what those are? I don't know. Okay. I was about to ask one of you sneakerheads if I was right about the shoe because I think I am.
1: I mean, Damn. well, you got okay, that information fine. from the audience, so.
0: Could've let me believe
1: <laughs> the moral of the story is you know um hey they're permanent they are and at some point we will all you know if god has it for it, each one of us we'll be in a, a shady pines era where things will just submit to gravity and it just won't make as much sense as it did in mm-hmm, 2020 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's all i'm saying but again we'll see the whole planet could honestly just burst into flames any day now.
0: Woo. I can't wait to find the Instagram post about this and see what the story was behind that. I don't think that there is one. I don't even know if this was on his page.
1: But it is a real tattoo and it's on his face. And I said to myself, you know what? All right. The Gucci man has had a triple right. Sunday ice cream cone. He has. Surrounded in lightning bolts. Yeah, Like, what were you trying to say There. Gucci was. We'll
2: never know.
1: And a very original electric flavor. Did he have an ice cream <laughs> deal that went south? Anyway, Megan The Stallion was mm. on.
0: Yes, The Stallion. Woo! See, that's the problem Is with it the Aquarius bar. Season. <laughs> that's the problem when it's a bar. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. okay, girl. All right. Yeah, yeah, girl, it is a Show
1: It's your that birthday, girl. Yes, that. amen. All right. You look good in yellow, though. You look,
0: you look okay, yeah. Time right. to I don't know. You All right. That. Yeah, girl. Okay.
1: So this screenshot of Megan's uh, old mugshot found its way online somehow, which led to Megan jumping on Instagram Live to discuss the story of how she once went to jail. Spoiler alert, it was behind a nigga.
0: No, you bullshitting. So
1: I will just begin the story by saying she told us that this happened at South by Southwest. She was around 1920. She found out at the event that her nigga at the time had a baby on her when she went through his text messages. (laughs) This led to um, rage, fisticuffs, Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. Let's see if we can get some...
5: So, I'm walking away, and this nigga pulling on me and pushing on me and whatever. Like I said, it was toxic. It was fun at the time, but it was very toxic. But I was young, and I thought that toxic shit was cute. But it's not. Don't let niggas put their hands on you and don't put your hands on niggas. Because I'm not going to say that I wouldn't put my hands on him. Because when that nigga got out of line... I was breaking his ass up. I knew it. I knew it. It just so happened
6: that when
5: I was ready to give it to him,
0: (laughs) the motherfucking police pulled up when I'm punching. (laughs) So the motherfucking police jump out the car. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Um, why God? I just found out this nigga had a baby. Now the police are here, and now it looks like I'm the aggressor, and now, like, I just look like the motherfucking bad guy.
1: <sighs> now, from there, she mentions how they asked her if the nigga had put his hands on her. She, saying trying to be a real bitch, no. told them no. God damn it. Although that was false.
0: Sis, you played yourself.
1: The police then, of course, approached this enraged nigga and asked him, did she put her hands on you? He said, oh, yes, my eyes, my Adam's apple, <laughs> yep. both my shoulders.
0: That's right. Every time. Every motherfucking So she time.
1: went down. Now, I also got a clip of my favorite part of the story, which is what she talks about actually being in jail, like, in the cell. This was good to me. Let's see.
0: So, I
5: get in this hole, and I'm, like, sitting in there with some delinquents and some old bitches, and, like, a little bitch in there with
0: some pink hair. She's like, yeah, what you in here for? I'm like... <sighs> My boyfriend just had a baby, and and she's like, "Oh, girl, stop crying. You gonna get out?" And I'm like, "No, because I've never been to jail before. Like I'm in that whole pussy." <laughs> Keeping it real.
1: We stand a relatable queen. That's right. Who has not either wanted to put hands or actually, to actually put hands did do hands on somebody in a moment of passion? Um I think she wraps this up by telling a great stuff. first of all, I mean, who actually gave a fuck about that mugshot? Nobody for real. You know, the internet does what they do with right. that kind of shit. And Always. Stuff. So the fact that she can hop on Instagram and, you know, make fun of the situation and laugh about it is great. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, fuck these niggas. <laughs> like, I totally understand. And it makes me think, hmm. How fortunate am I that I never actually had to go to jail behind a nigga because yes. it's been close.
0: Mm-hmm. There but for the grace of God go I, for real. like This is the type of cautionary tale I actually saw a lot of my friends go through and so really never needed to go down that road myself. And she learned a hard lesson, the, the same lesson that most of us learn. These niggas will absolutely turn on your your ass <laughs> and make sure you go to jail before they do. And while you in, I bet he did come find her look for her pay her a visit bail her ass out none of that shit I bet he left her ass in there well wherever
1: they were like she said that they she couldn't like make calls I guess out of the city or state or county or whatever so she had to call him <laughs> you oh, know what I'm no, saying no. and get him to call her grandma cause she wasn't finna call her mama and all of this young ghetto shit that I'm just what? in love with <laughs> And I'm just like, wow, soup's relatable. And of course, she got out and went straight to that nigga's house. They probably fucked one last time, and that was probably the last time. Oh she saw her. no!
0: You know what? I hate to say it, but you're probably right. She was probably like, you know what? I'ma say goodbye to this dick, and then I'm getting the and fuck out. And then I am thrilled. One more time with this dick. <laughs> Drop them drawers and don't you say nothing. I know her grandma was western Union at that money like girl if you don't grow the fuck up <laughs> dealing with these motherfuckers calling me from fucking jail I
1: think I could do two nights in jail
0: I don't mm, y'all don't know me I'm saying jail j- not prison I'm talking about like like a holding cell
1: like I got in a fight at Denny's and beat somebody up.
2: <laughs> maybe two nights mm,
1: what you in here for not minding my own motherfucking business. Yep. Do you want to, like, you want to not learn from my mistake? You want to sit <laughs> the fuck over there?
0: I don't, I, I probably could do two nights, but I don't never want to find out. Yeah, well, no, I'm, not I'm super looking cool. for it.
1: I'm just saying. I'm,
0: <laughs> Shit happens to everybody. <laughs> I, I like know that what she they do it. to
1: delicate young things like myself in jail. <laughs>
0: I love that she admitted That she went in there Scared than a bitch She I mean, wasn't trying to be hard And act like nothing She was in there Fucking crying Honesty <laughs>
1: like, is you know, a great policy It is Relatable mm-hmm. That's why the girls Love Megan She keeps it down there. That's her.
0: right The delinquents And the old bitches Helped set her On the right path <laughs> She
1: also In that same Instagram live Told some of y'all bitches To go out and have fun The way that she do And start worrying about Why she be in pictures When niggas sucking On the side of her neck Even though she's single She's doing what the fuck She wants. She really be what She rap about
0: she did she said I'm young and I'm gonna have fun and it ain't nothing wrong with that and I'm like ooh y'all bitches wanted to have a hot girl summer until you got cinched. <laughs> that's a word come on somebody write that down Nicki gonna put that on the remix
1: speaking of rap girls let's talk about young Miami begging on Instagram
0: no the fuck Carisha please Did she really do this?
1: So it was Young Miami's birthday the other day. And um, she felt honest and comfortable in posting this on Instagram, her cash app. And also captioned it, I want all my followers to send me $5 for my birthday. And if you feel generous, send me 20 Thank you. She didn't even say please. <laughs> what gagged me about this is like, a lot of y'all motherfuckers on your birthday when you be cash at begging, and yes, it's begging, let's keep it like a I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying it is what it is. Um... Most of the time the girls say, hey, it's my birthday screenshot, and it's like implied, send a bitch some money. Right. This actual rich ass little girl <laughs> right. said, I want all my followers to send me, and then specified United States dollar amounts. Oh no, ma'am sure won't talk about if you generous send me 20
0: bitch how much did uh twerk and and act up and all that shit right. make you sis don't give me all that i gave you my 20 dollars when i streamed that fucking song 800 times bitch leave me alone
1: you ain't about to do nothing with this money but buy gucci tampons I'm and not. whatever the fuck dumb shit that. i saw she gave her nigga a draco for valentine's day like a what so, for those of you who don't know Hood speak,
0: A Draco? <laughs>
1: that is a semi-automatic pistol, and literally nobody should own it. But, like Simba what? said, this is America.
0: Why did I think I w- that was, like, a nickname for Drake?
1: <laughs> Does she he go- bought him a Drake for Valentine's no, Day? Well,
0: I thought Draco was, like, one of his nicknames. No, that's Soldier Boy, who was young Draco. Oh, okay, okay. So, he's so you probably young. just thought
1: Drake, and then
0: your brain. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, friend. Thank you. You made that come together for yeah, that's me. Yeah, totally fine. Right. Yeah, how you gonna ask niggas who don't make twenty dollars in two hours to send you that shit? Bitch, you send me five or twenty dollars, right. bitch. <laughs> Actually, bitch, considering I rode for you, bitches, while one of y'all hoe asses was in prison for over a goddamn year. We sent in some took hoe.
1: All of these verses from you waiting for JT to come out.
0: We waited.
1: Now, if she was begging all cash out, then I would be like, okay, I understand.
0: Yeah, you know. You halfway house, you gotta pay for everything. Yes, everything. And, yes, and, yeah. everything. and sometimes paste. a bitch just wants some Cheez-Its and you don't have to like, yep. you don't have to go through a whole bunch of shit to get it. Right. Maybe because she got that baby, she was like, I'm gonna just keep all my little money, everything I can get, I'm gonna just take it.
1: She ain't gonna do nothing but buy that baby like a, a Patek or like <laughs> some fucking Manolo Blahnik Timbs, you know, the ones that you get at traffic, but they're not Minot,
0: <laughs> I would be so mad if I gave this bitch five dollars and she turned around and bought somebody a Draco. What the fuck, girl? If you don't give me my fucking
1: money back. And like, I'm not sure who I'm more angry at, like her or the fact that these bitches, like. Now why did we get this? Why was why was this necessary? I love though that Mike requested a dollar.
0: <laughs> That's right. And put for your birthday.
1: Happy birthday to us,
0: sis. I would have thought she got a lot more requests than people actually donating, but maybe not. Okay. Y'all richer than me, girl. I ain't got $5 for Carisha. I do not got it. <laughs> Gino
1: said, Here are 99 cents. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, well, somebody put the G and OLG the other day. Are you When oh, shots rung out at no, Old Lady Gang 2. Oh, Right in East Point, Atlanta. Yes, sir. It happened. Oh,
0: God. Why? <laughs> Woof. it Was it somebody's birthday? A birthday Who went wrong? Knows.
1: <laughs> All that I read was that a man, un, an unnamed man, walked into the restaurant last night at some point. And start busting up shots at a nigga I guess he had some beef with. No. And unfortunately, two bystanders were also hit. Oh, my God. It seems like everybody's going to be okay, thank God. But, you know, there you go. If you're looking to (laughs) have a tourist moment in Atlanta, this is OLG2. It is in East Point, Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Maybe walk in there with some protection of your own.
0: (laughs) Or just Uber Eats It. Right. If you know? You, if you can't go to Old Lady Gang, where the hell could you go? Anywhere else. Damn, Atlanta.
1: Literally any of the places.
0: You could have waited till that nigga got off work. What, them bystanders? I came here to get me some salty ass catfish bites. <laughs> and that was
1: it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, he should just blame it on hypertension. it just be like, I just, the batter.
0: I was just very woozy.
1: My blood pressure. And I was I not gang,
0: I'm so sorry.
1: It's unfortunate, though, because it's like, you know, black people set up businesses and things like that sometimes, and you want to welcome your community and things mm-hmm. like that, and every now and then, you just got the one nigga who yep. was going to make situations <laughs> annoying for people. That's right. And of course, it's all over. I saw this shit on CNN, and they, they used to talk about some housewife star Candy Barres. <laughs> <and laughs> her- <laughs> yes, Barres. At her restaurants. So you already know that there are, you know, Andy Cohen about to ask her 13 questions mm-hmm. about this shit.
0: Oh, yeah, it's going to be part of her storyline for Implicate sure. her
1: in the crime. Portia going to be, I mean, not Portia. What's the other one? Phaedra going to be somewhere oh, in the box. no,
0: bi- no. <laughs> going to find out Phaedra orchestrated the whole thing. <laughs> I would not put it past her. Did y'all Let read that listen. lady book? Angela, what's her name? Read Angela's book. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I Can believe we? that shit. Stanley, thank to? you. Somebody else who was up on the mess.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, so this good. is sad. Poor oh, Candy. Oh, no.
0: Is that? Oh, this nigga. <laughs> the motherfucking baby. I was honestly waiting
1: for this to happen. If you haven't heard, the baby's got some baby mama drama going on. Of course. Uh, his, I don't know if she's his girlfriend anymore or what, but I don't The think mother she was. of his <laughs> first child, the one that he was ready to beat somebody up over in that hotel. Mm-hmm. Mimi is her name, and it's kind of spelled like meme. So it was a little interesting getting research for this.
0: I knew a girl named Mimi back in the day who spelled it like that. But you know, that was before meme was a thing. Exactly. Niggas just called her Mimi.
1: Hello. We can't have nothing, can we? we?
0: Cannot. Not even Mimi. A historic black girl name about to fade away (laughs) because of the goddamn internet. So Jonathan
1: Kirk had some information (laughs) shared online when Mimi, I don't know if she had just found out, but it seems like she sure did find out that this nigga got a baby on the way, put him on blast on Instagram to his little fans. You know, you got to put Lil in front when you're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, in business. So, apparently, you know, first this nigga went on Instagram and was talking in so many circles. I was dizzy. I just (laughs) could not keep up. Wasn't really saying much of anything. But he did later come and say that he and Shawty (laughs) weren't together at the time. Uh She was not fucking with him at the time, likely because of some fuck shit that he did. But who knows? I don't know the nigga. But that is when his new coming blessing. Was conceived. His words, not mine. <laughs> and so, so, no words exactly on who um, the new the baby baby mama is. Mm-hmm. But baby, mm-hmm. the original the baby baby mama said that she and her <laughs> baby gonna be all right. She gonna be just fine, <laughs> and she's gonna go ahead and do her own thing. And I thought to myself, there was only so much time that this nigga with all of these current bops. Yep. He's quite a good-looking man. He's got a smile. As soon as he opened his mouth, sparkly, just, yep. you just hear a so huh, many like, teeth. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
2: it
1: yeah, was like, teeth. I was seeing these um, photos, the, the black love, love to watch, whatever y'all hashtags be. I don't know what Remy and Papoose have decided, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I would see those pictures, and I'm like, you know, God bless this, because this is a new fresh hot mm-hmm. nigga who has got sh- certainly no shortage of pussy opportunities. Right. And it's like, you know, only so much temptation that even the regular fragile street nigga can take. <laughs> you know what I mean? So,
0: but isn't she pregnant?
1: the his isn't Mimi pregnant
0: movie? yeah I think so so he got two baby mamas cooking a child at the same time
1: oh that's nothing Jody from baby boy was doing way <laughs> more scandalous <laughs> things that's like oh my god call future Future's, uh, future put six in in one week They that's dug up play play stuff they
0: found some video of her talking about you know <laughs> we're not really together but that, you know <laughs> that's my baby ha 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 this shit I'm like you hoes gonna learn one day to get enough of that dumb shit because while you was like oh we not really together but that's my man where was he at in everybody else pussy because y'all not together (laughs) and he don't give a fuck about oh that's my man anyway that's my boo that's my baby now look at you posting jesus quotes on your stories and shit finding bible verses about how women can handle anything and all this dumb shit girl and he
1: certainly did wrap up that um admission of guilt <laughs> he certainly wrapped up that last um that video with some shit I don't it was some churchy shit was giving honor to God and God bless everybody <laughs> you know what I'm saying no God he is sh- like, he who hell shall
0: <laughs> ain't got shit to do with me bro
1: <laughs> listen I don't know y'all you know what I'm saying this is- <laughs> Your story. I'm just here.
0: Okay. Y'all to down there wilding, my nigga.
1: Make fun of it, to be honest <laughs> with you. And really, it's just all of this stuff is what the internet is talking about and then what's actually happening. Yeah. So I don't know. But I mean, this is very much a familiar uh, nigga story. Yes. So I can, oh. oh, look at the, I didn't even see the little heart emojis in the middle. Mm,
2: happier of love.
1: days.
0: Yep. That's back when things were still good.
1: That, that heart emoji could be a VH1 logo and you wouldn't know
0: mm-hmm. it looked like that flavor of love logo it does it does Did apple that apple copy name off a flavor of love used
1: to represent something like- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Now t- what is your real name baby it's
1: safari <laughs>
0: Monique was like Charm School,
1: it's on Hulu. You can stream the whole thing. The, oh, if you haven't seen
0: Charm School, you must.
1: <laughs> it is on Hulu. You may enjoy it. You're welcome. Yeah. What else we got here? Best
0: of luck to everybody incubating a, a baby All right. right now.
1: Black excellence. So meet our new friend, Zaya already got the poses down, you bitches truly Let can't take it. Let me tell you something, it. Zaya is going to demolish these girls. It is Do a matter of like time. The wor- anyway, so <laughs> I think just this week, uh, Dwayne Wade was on Ellen, um, they posted a photo, it looked like they were, what were they doing, playing golf
0: or some rich yeah, shit? Yeah, they were driving around in a golf cart and I thought, as a child...
1: <laughs> it might have just been going from the front door to the driveway. Well, it you know, could I have, know,
0: like, I'm like, I don't know if they were golfing, right, but they were in a golf cart, and we only ever had those for revivals to get from one tent to the next. I do not know shit about just casually being in a golf cart.
1: So uh, Gabrielle captioned uh, the video of Zaya and her dad in this golf, court, golf cart. And the caption says, meet Zaya. she's compassionate, loving, whip smart, and we are so proud of her. It's okay to listen to, love, and respect your children exactly as they are, loving like good people. Dwayne was on um, the same show, Taylor's fan, Ellen. <laughs> Ellen, sometimes you get it right. I don't give a fuck, girl, it's fine. Um... Yeah. He was on there and said one Zion came home and said call me Zaya I'm ready to take on this I looked at her and said you are a leader it's our opportunity to allow you to be a voice right now it's through us because she's 12 but eventually it will be through her and it just kind of went on this is the thing and, and like I love that A they are being a black example of like true unconditional love yes amen we need it but also the fact that they are admitting we're allies, yes, but we also uh, have a lot to learn. Yeah. And we want y'all to check us if we need to be checked mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And it's just like, why can't we have more of this? Trans people are not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not... Uh, they've always been here. Like, they've always <laughs> been around generations before generations before, generations before generations before generations before generations before you. So it's like... Being destructive and intolerant and hateful for no discernible reason does no one a justice. And it's like, we're never going to have true strength as a community if we're, like, destroying one another yeah. and, and our own and we kids do. Yeah. at that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and people are mad at Dwayne, like, how dare you love your child no matter what? <laughs> like, like, how, how dare I love and support my 12-year-old? Are you niggas serious right now? And, like, unfortunately,
1: a lot of y'all don't have or hadn't have your own example of, like, this kind of I'm looking past whatever anybody else may judge Mm because I love you and I'm going to support you. Like, a lot of us, unfortunately, just didn't have that experience. So, it just may be incredibly foreign for somebody to be like, you actually love your motherfucking child?
0: Like, through it all? Mm -hmm. No,
1: not in my Black History Month. (laughs)
0: The therapy had me looking at it like, "Mm, who told you when you were a child that you weren't enough as you are? Who made you feel like you had to change or act different in order to be accepted or loved? Because they should have never did that shit to you. And it's not
1: even like, it's not even just overtly like hateful, abusive stuff. Sometimes there are like passive things that are done and said by parents or just older people in your life when you're a kid that really eat at you and kind of define the right. journey that you're gonna go Absolutely. on in your childhood in your adolescence and then in your adult and that's why like so many of us who go to therapy are able to unpack shit from back when we were fucking six and yeah. be like god damn I didn't even think about that but you know what <laughs> that makes a whole lot of sense right. so it's like you're not only like doing yourself a disservice you're doing an incredible disservice to your kids are just young people in your life just support and love your kids right. period
0: I mean that's and they're not really asking. Asking for a lot from you as parents, I think parents put a lot of pressure on themselves, and I get it. You know, you making a whole ass person here, but your kids just want you to show up for them and support them and and lead them, guide them, show them how to get through fucking being a teenager and school and all the shit they go through, like. I just, like, so this is. you got to learn. Right.
1: <laughs> you have to, like, figure out how things work that you didn't understand or that you weren't taught. Like, girl, yeah. that's whole ass life. How much of your actual textbooks and shit that you had to pay for in school? Are you actually carrying around with you at your job and the rest of that shit? No, girl. Like, most of the things that I know that I hold dear to myself and my morals <laughs> or whatever the fuck is stuff that I had to figure out on the fuck my home. Yeah. So, if you had to do a little extra learning or reading for the sake of the. Your child,
0: child you thinks you might, think you kind of just might do that.
1: But again, look, <laughs> history. You know, I feel like we're definitely in a generation that is more aware and mm-hmm. cognizant of the fact that cycles need to be broken. I feel like this, like this generation, and just a tad before us, are the ones who are like, you know what? I'm not going to do this shit that I, right. uh, I had to go through, and I'm also not necessarily going to like demonize you or villainize you, or you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we understand that people are just doing the best that they could with what they had as parents or yes. whatnot. But that doesn't mean that I have to do the same shit that you did because mm-hmm. I understand what it did or did not do right. for
0: me. And it doesn't mean I have to pretend like you didn't hurt me. It doesn't mean I have to act like that didn't really happen because bitches still did. Like you did your best and your best still like really fucked me up. So I'm really glad that Zaya doesn't have to go through that shit because it could have easily gone another way. (laughs) You know, if this had been me growing up in the house, I did, they would have beat that right out of me. They would have beat me into shutting the fuck up about it. Exactly. And just
1: again, the fact that you have like an empowered black celebrity family that is like fuck what y'all talking about you know what i'm saying we love our daughter period that's the end of discussion and you're either gonna get with it and educate yourself or you're just gonna be dumb yeah you know like i love that because that could mean the the way even if it's just like for right now a few families that think different or a few kids even that that process things different then great like that's the what the fuck we need
0: right I love that Gabrielle was like, you know, I'm an ally and everything, but this is a little bit outside of uh, what I know. So let me just go on and call Angelica and Janet and them, all the girls down the pose and see, can y'all come through and talk to my baby? Because, you know, there's only so much I can do here. And it's like, yes, you can acknowledge that there are some things you just simply not going to understand about your child if they have a totally different gender identity than you do. And being able to reach out to people in your professional network and say, hey, you know, we really don't want to fuck this up. Can you come through and talk to my baby? Exactly. It's, it's everything. So shout out to Dwayne and Gabrielle. I'm There's glad like, we decided to stop calling him Dwayne. You know. He deserves it. He deserves just it. He's come so far. He deserves it.
1: Some of the girls are still figuring out that his name is not spelled traditionally. Yeah. Like I feel like
0: every day somebody is like, is that D-W-Y?
1: What? It took me a while before.
2: Yeah.
0: It took a while to click. But anyway, yeah. Excellent parenting this nigga
1: <laughs> so the other day Snoop Dogg got back on Instagram in his scarf and
0: still looking down at the fucking camera like an old official man official
1: uncle <laughs> he let us know that he had an apology for Miss Gail King and all of the bitches and hoes that he called Dead. her and the veiled threats He also let us know immediately that his mama made him do it. (laughs) That's what cracked me up. And I didn't even feel like it was that much of a real apology because he kind of started it off by saying something to the effect of, like, two wrongs don't make a right. And it was like, girl, that's not how you... That isn't what this is. It honestly felt like like if your mama ever had to go down to school because you fucked up and, like, stood in front of the class and... And I'm sorry, Miss Gail, for calling you a (laughs) doghead-ass bitch and for saying that your edges was dry and for calling you out all your names and stuff like that. And what else? And I wasn't raised like that. I have (laughs) more respect for women than I I should be doing that kind of shit. And what else? (laughs) My mama taught me better than that. (laughs) Like, it literally felt just like he should have just started the whole shit off by going,
0: (sighs) like... I actually liked his apology. I felt like he... He didn't say, you know, sorry that I pissed y'all off or made you mad or whatever. He, like, apologized for taking it too far and acknowledging that like he let his grief kind of take over and guide him into saying some stupid shit and made it a point to say, you know, it's okay if you fuck up to come back and say my bad. So, you know, not a perfect apology, but as far as a man goes and a famous one on top of that, I mean, this was much better than I was expecting at all. So Because there was literally a
1: black woman that told him to do it and how. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, it's sad that his mama had to talk to him for him to realize how this was fucked up. Like, sir, you didn't... You didn't see nothing wrong with that till your mama but called yeah, you and was like, nigga.
1: Sure, I'll take it. And again, Snoop is getting like 95% of the flex, but he was not the only celebrity not to say some all, shit. Not at all, not at all. And like, again, tensions are high. People are literally still grieving. You're talking about people who actually knew this man and shit like that probably had yeah. birthdays and dinners and barbecues and all kinds right. of stuff like that so his friends i get it you know what i mean and it's snoop dogg so i suppose we'll take it it's better than nothing because let me tell you something kanan curtis jackson <laughs> <laughs> that nigga would have told you to eat his ass three ways from sunday yep. not Absolutely. gonna
0: would have just sued you actually just because <laughs> see how he did old girl with the blazers <laughs> tiara marie you see how you know that girl is broke suing that girl fuck out of here yeah I think Snoop got a lot of it because he did actually cross the line into threatening Gail yeah whereas everybody else was just mad and calling her out her name which is okay I guess (laughs) it's it's a fucked up world we live in right um what else uh. (laughs) do I want to turn around do you think
2: (laughs) what in the Tyler Perry third act that's
0: right it's like if Tyler Perry wrote Harriet Tubman going to Wakanda this is what the fuck that treatment would look like (laughs) What is this bank called? One United. One United. Mm, never heard I of this bank. think it's like
1: the largest black bank in Found the Found that
0: out too. And I was like, okay, that is even worse. <laughs> so this is how they're
1: celebrating black history, man. <laughs> um, they inexplicably have released this <laughs> Harriet Tubman Visa debit
0: card. I kind of want one. <laughs> like, it's so bad. But I want one just to show niggas, like... <laughs> Do you see this shit? It's real. <laughs> they giving them out all year. I'm just saying, you can open an account all year.
1: <laughs> no one's entirely sure why this is happening or why it looks like she's doing the woe dance. <laughs> She literally looks like her grandbaby's teaching her how to use TikTok. Oh and like, no. did they run out of her shade of Fenty Beauty? Who did the like, like, why did y'all Who do did this? Who did the body?
0: My God.
1: <laughs> it's dreadful.
0: Like, she so, looks like she's been exhumed. Literally. Yeah. Please let our legend rest.
1: It's like she just... Ca- Queen radio, <laughs> this, what?
2: actually having to
1: deal with white people and slavery. slavery. So one of the main questions <laughs> that people had when this credit card came out, besides why, was, <laughs> is there a particular reason that she's throwing up the Wakanda forever son? <laughs> Come to find out... It's not meant to be the Wakanda Forever symbol. Instead, it is meant to be love in American Sign Language.
0: Oh no! Now, that's not. That's not. I got
1: a C in ASL. (laughs) But I remember that that ain't no damn love. It's not. If anything, love is actually more like the Wakanda. um, But. Again, here it looks like she's about to do like a Bruce Lee, like when he would. It do. Wh-
0: like, why are the veins in her hands so pronounced? She got one of them squeeze things that you know. I mean, when squeeze? you're when you're taking us to freedom, you gotta have a good grip. <laughs> it kind of looked like BX all day, like like she came from Fordham Road. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: This fucking sucks
0: Woo, it's very bad It's very, very bad, damn So So nobody can draw it. One United, that's what I'm hearing I have, um
1: after seeing this, I've decided that, and I'm not sure if I'm the... I couldn't possibly be the first person to say this. But I think that we really need to take this into action. I want us to start a petition to change Black History Month to June. I think that we yes, deserve it.
0: that's a good one. Because niggas love summer and Juneteenth.
1: Niggas love barbecues.
0: And more days. And that's really all we need. That's I'm just saying, that's like, yeah, that's good enough.
1: Why shouldn't we get the it's officially popping time of year month instead of this short one mm. that just seems to get less about Black History every year that goes by? They did this to a hardworking <laughs> Man. black
0: icon. She ain't that shit. That
1: literally freed so many
0: of our family trees hundreds if not thousands of niggas and this is how y'all do her i know she's just like oh can i rest
2: (laughs) my god
0: damn it if i would have known you niggas was gonna be talking about me 150 years later i would have sat my ass at home shit
1: (laughs) she next to rosa parks in heaven like look that nikki binaj bitch tried me too (laughs) like i don't know why we did anything girl
0: Yeah, they up there in Slack talking about Nicki Minaj, like, you know, this bitch put my name in a song again. (laughs) Come on, Nick. So I think that might be, yeah, that's
1: it for our hot tops.
0: All right. Honey, I drank the kids. I'll never forgive you for that one. (laughs) I'll never forget that one. It's
1: not my fucking fault. I'm just here to do the thing, you know? (laughs)
0: Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says good things come to those who wait, but that's only part of it. The full quote is good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. <laughs> is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring. So you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash The
1: All right. all right so now that we've got the pop culture mess out of the way we are going to transition into one of our favorite parts of the show typically this would be listener letters um we're not pulling letters today we are instead going to take questions from the audience now Wait. again shred lightly please
0: i know that's dustin all right do, not.
1: <laughs> do your best try to keep it cute and concise you know what i'm saying um, don't do absolutely too much unless the story calls for it. We encourage mess. We encourage putting your business yeah. out there. Um, and your friend's business. We do want to be able to hear... Hold on. Before y'all break out, hold on. Because okay, you're going to fuck up and then be hold mad up. to me. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, we want to be able to try and hear as much of the question as we possibly can before you start booing everyone. It just allows the show to move along smoothly. So just try the best to let them get it out before you turn to your neighbor and judge these people. Okay? Yes. Amen. Great. So Asante is here. I don't That's where's right. Dustin? Up top. All right. Rustin's up, up in the top. balcony. Hey! So since we You know what Let's start with up top then Yeah
2: start
0: up there You know,
1: <laughs> Dustin Let's see what you've got mm, I can't really see Up
0: top privilege
1: Here she comes She's saying excuse me She's saying excuse
0: me Sure did
1: Excuse me <laughs> She's like oh excuse
0: me. Mm, mm. I'm
1: so sorry <laughs> Can you know I scooch what? right let,
0: past let, your let me knees you. <laughs> There you go Here I come mm. Stepping
1: my jeans in got stretched I thought she Here was going to go over the, the seat Here we go I'm ordering a Harry. Potter you're ordering.
0: The, you're opening an account.
1: Whenever you're ready, let us know your name yes. and then your question. If you want to shout out your town, you or whatever. can just walk
0: into the aisle. So you're if not. You do that Your shit ass, ass is too. not in these people's face.
1: But this is not you're
0: the right. Today show, you're right. So. I am right.
7: Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Um, my name is Simone. I'm from Florida, and
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't know that was a state. <laughs> Never heard of it.
7: Florida man. <laughs> but um, well, this question's about my sorority sister, actually. We're really good friends, and things started to get worse when she got her man. Um, so her son is my godson, and recently we began to like not see eye to eye with her relationship. And I think it's time for me to cut her off because he's very toxic. Um he it's just like abusive or just ain't shit ain't shit he left her when she was pregnant Uh, um and yeah it's just really I mean is she here no, she's not uh, here. Okay, so
1: girl, get spit it out. Ain't nobody... I mean, yeah,
7: ain't no reason <laughs> to be scared. <laughs> ain't nobody finna jump you? a horrible person, yeah. Okay. Got He's it. not good. He talks down to her, very verbally abusive. Like the little kid, he doesn't even play with his child. Like, the kid's like, Dad, dad bye, bye, oh, Dad. Like, so
1: I'm assuming that you've spoken to her about this toxicity and she's yeah. not hearing it because dick to bomb, possibly? Mm-hmm. Yes.
7: Okay, yes. Yes. <laughs> I
1: just, these are those situations where it's kind of like, you know, you leave your little note right there by the door and you say, you know, here are my two cents, three even, and do with that what you will, I'm a go now. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm honestly in the place where I'm probably tell you, if at all, once about your nigga and then have yeah, at it. Let you make your decision. People have to figure it out on their own. They have to get to the place where they have the realization that, oh, I should not be with you. So you could talk yourself till you're blue in the face or whatever. Just because you're that baby godmama don't mean that you have to also be in a a toxic throuple.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because that's what it really is. Like When she talks to me now, she has me on speakerphone like and she like oh, so her man can
0: hear yeah so he can oh, hear uh-uh. conversation. <laughs> see so at that point i would be like sis you know i love you down and i am always going to be here for you if you really need me i'm always here for my godson but like i also have to have to protect my peace yeah. and your man might stress you out but bitch he's not stressing me yeah. out like that's not happening yeah. so me and you gonna have to redefine this in a way where it works for both of us yeah. and again if push come to shove, shit hit the fan, you can always call me, but I'm not going to be on speakerphone while your man is in the room so he can clock all your conversations.
6: Exactly. Right.
0: How are we supposed to talk shit about him? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and like, honestly,
1: once you communicate that, you also need to communicate um, reminder Don't bring that nigga up to me again. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have a conversation about him. I'm not going to be the girl that you're going to, um, you know, spill your guts out to. You better talkspace.com slash three. You better find (laughs) somebody to speak to because I'm not going to be the one to have to continue. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you bring up girl let me tell you what kevin did like so who you got for all star because i'm literally changing the fucking topic to whatever did you see what rachel Raynam was making on the, the, the show today i did not so there you go
0: all righty thank you
1: honestly i'm not even sure if i said sometimes i confuse rachel ray with dame dash baby mama
0: that's rachel roy I'm like, this nigga was watching Rachel Ray. I've
1: never. What was she doing,
0: making pigs in a blanket? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's honestly the first thing I thought of. Was it? Yeah. So
0: we be like right here.
1: I thought that she would do something like we
0: that. We be like my third eye. Okay, right. All right. All right, Asante, who you got?
6: I have to stand? It. Yikes. Yeah, she doesn't
0: have to stand if she has the mic. Yeah, you don't have to.
1: No. I don't so give much. a shit. I can see you.
6: Yeah. Appreciate it. No. Um, All right. This is not, like, a funny one. Kind of, I do need you to hold the mic to your mouth, though. This yeah. is not, like, a funny question. It's exceptionally sad. Oh, I'm, I'm Faith from Flatbush. Okay. Um, it's exceptionally sad. So it's kind of like her situation um, with figuring out what I want to do as far as my friendship. So I have, like, a friend who's, like, a really, really good friend. She's turned into, like, a best friend almost. Um, me and her became friends because I was friends with her her son's father. And he ended up being absolutely terrible to her. So I spent the first three months of her child's life sleeping on the couch across from her taking shifts for her at night because he was just completely out. Um, He paid all the bills, but he didn't see the kid at all. He was just like, whatever. Um, So our friendship was over. So now our friendship has, with her, has blossomed. And I'm spending time with them, like, a lot. And I'm always at their house and everything. Um, My friend is so good to me. She supports everything that I do. She believes in me. I'm a makeup artist. She buys my products. She gets me customers. She's fantastic. She is horrible to her family. Um, in a house full of adults, her little sister um, sleeps on like a broken box spring. And so it's like very stressful. So now, with my rule that I'm not gonna keep bad pe- people who are bad to other people in my life, um, I don't know if I should do that for her because she comes from like a lot of toxicity. Mm-hmm. So it's a reason why she's that way. Right. What's harder now is what I really need advice on is that. Her younger sister asked me to help her get into foster care. God damn. Because they were in foster care before. And she want to go back. She wants to go back. God damn. So I don't know what to Shit. do. Shit. Fuck. Yeah. So she. So yeah, home ain't it. So it's like I don't know if I should help her. I don't know if that it's. I don't. It's like I know I need. Every time I You're go over there. You're conflicted
0: because that's your
7: friend. Yeah.
6: Every time I go over there, I buy her the little girl food. She's always hungry. She call me when she need a ride. I put water in the house. I do everything that I can oh my God. to help her. So you haven't else had
1: will. a conversation with your friends about this yet? I have. You, you have? have? And yeah.
6: what does she say? Um, she doesn't care. Her, the mom is the same way. So. Oh, God. Oh, I'm about to be telling her business, but... <laughs> who's that? Well, I think... I mean, this is clearly an underage person. Oh, yeah, and I try to reach out to my therapist and ask her, but recently she put me out because she said I learned everything and I have all the tools.
0: Sometimes therapists will tell you that you've gone as far as you
6: can with them. She's got it all wrong.
0: But that don't mean... Yeah, that don't mean she you... She put me on out,
6: so I came to y'all. I know this is like a lot. Okay,
0: well... Yeah,
1: so... I mean you can figure out how to continue your therapy journey separate of that yeah um definitely but as far as the situation itself is I understand the complications of it um I mean honestly I think that I would try to support that child um, however it is that she feels that she needs yeah. support you know mm-hmm. what I mean like if she's essentially just being completely neglected and yes. you're gonna be the one that's there for her then be there for her you know absolutely but you should definitely also cut this friend off because like I'm even hearing in your voice this like how much it fucks with you personally and like that's not fair it's ridiculous and it it shouldn't be a situation for you or for this kid so yeah like I would definitely let this person know that I don't I, sh- I can't have anything to do with you and here are the absolute reasons why. I wouldn't be shocked if she claims not give a fuck about that either but as far as that kid is concerned like I've never you know I don't know what the foster care experience is, is even like. I can't it's even imagine what they it feels houses, like to, want
0: to, cars, to, to want, want to go, go know, back to foster care. That's what's blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I know this is a situation where you need to be more worried about that child than these grown ass people. Because hurt yeah. people do hurt people. It's cliche, but it's true. Mm-hmm. It absolutely happens. And they may be in a place where they don't even realize what they're doing to this little girl, but she deserves better. Mm-hmm. So I would just make her my priority. If I'm going to help anybody in this situation is gonna be the child yeah. like i'm i know that's complicated with your friend and she i mean i do it already
6: so she calls me when she needs rides from school because her mom not got a car she don't want to put her in an uber is
0: it if if you told them look i'm just saying shantae that's not her name but like if you say shantae told me she want to go back to foster care is that something where they would be like be mad and take it out on her well, or might she, they think oh shit like yeah, maybe we need to straighten those, up
6: they're those um so they were abused uh, by the youngest one. The, the child who they're doing this to, they were abused by her father, but her father never did anything to them. So it's so much trauma, and they're kind of taking it out on her. Yeah. So it's like, so I understand yeah, you gotta,
0: as an adult, you gotta look out for the young person in that situation yeah. because the other adults in her life aren't doing it. Mm-mm. Period. Point blank. That has to be your number one priority. Yeah. yeah. And good luck to you because that's Thank hard. You.
3: All right, Dustin. Who you got? Leslie from D.C. area. Hey, Leslie. Hey, oh, yeah. uh, um, So I, I wanted to just say you guys are incredible. Um, I actually just, I was living under the same rock as Patrick Starr, apparently. And um, I just found out about podcasts and The Read in November. And um, yes, yes. So... Um, <laughs> My, I'm not offended, no. My little sister, who is far more involved and involved in things than me, introduced me to y'all, and I have binged every single episode since Thanksgiving, and I'm all the way back to July 3rd of 2014. So Girl, what? I am, so I may have been late, but I'm involved. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I I just want to say thank you to you all for being so involved and encouraging about therapy. It is clearly something that has evolved from the beginning to now for you all. And I loved the episode that you had with Bossy where you got really into the weeds about therapy.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, As someone myself, I've been in therapy for three years and I honestly would not have gone if I hadn't been surrounded by a bunch of white people who were fine with therapy, who like championed it like it was like something I deserved. Yeah. So I wanted to know if in the future, I know that's not the content of this show, but if you all are interested or planning on having like specialists come to talk to people about different topics. <laughs> I thought or... you about to ask
0: if we were going to have white people on. I was yeah. like, no, girl, <laughs> we're sure not. <laughs> They but I would love to have. Else. <laughs> <laughs> I would so. love to have uh, Dr. Joy, who does therapy for Black girls. I would love to have Dr. Joy on an episode. Yeah. So if we can make that work, then definitely because the mental health <laughs> conversation yeah. is so needed amongst all of us, especially Black and Brown people yep. uh, of additional marginalized identities. So yeah. it's definitely something I'm passionate about personally. As y'all know, it's like all I can talk about. So. Yeah, I would love to coordinate something with Dr. Joy and have her come on the show and just, you know, talk about it from a professional point of view. Because all I can talk about is, like, me as a bitch coming in here (laughs) with my insurance, like, help. (laughs) So.
3: Right. Yeah, definitely. And and I feel like you guys would be the perfect vector for a community that normally doesn't have information. I'm a vector. (laughs) Okay. Thank you,
1: Leslie. Thank thank you, girl.
3: Thank you.
1: (laughs) Asante. Okay. Hi, everyone. Hello.
8: My name is Spia.
1: That's not your name. <laughs>
0: it's not my name. But you were smart to Giving come up with a fake to God. one. God. That's, That's fine, fine. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. on your
8: To you, Crystal. Thank you. And sis. you, Kid Fury, heads of this household.
1: All Giving right. Giving honor to.
8: Asante, That's, who gave me the mic.
1: Calm down. I believe in Giving on to my sister
8: all up right, there. All right. Yes, mezzanine girl. Mezzanine number and two. And all my women Who bought my ticket. Yes. Shout right. out to O.L. Yes. Shout out to everybody. You know? So <laughs> oh, what's shout out your question? Out to them all. Yeah. All right. So I do have a question. Okay. So... I am a young, less than 30-year-old person, married with two kids, and I'm married to somebody... Shade, but okay. I know, right? Married to somebody who is light-skinned enough to, yes, pass as white, but doesn't realize that they can pass as white. Isn't that shit crazy? That shit ain't crazy in 2020?
0: Oh, I thought you was pointing him out. I was like, oh so, no, was- no,
8: no, no, no. Yes, no. Let's hear from no, Mr. Imitation of Life. No, he didn't come. So my question today is how would you all deal with someone who in your life you real you thought was like ready for the commitment to love a black person, right? Right? But this is a black person. No, 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 no. This is not a black person. So this person passes as white.
1: always the drunk
8: people. I'm
0: sorry. Right. I a drunk, so She he... ran up on me! So your husband she ran can up on me! Your husband can pass, but your husband's not black? What race is he then?
8: He is not black. He's not white.
0: Okay. He right. passes for white. All right. Okay.
8: So Thank he's so of color. Much.
0: Oh, y'all ain't shit. All right. I, okay. I think that was Mr. Sandman. So, Dustin, where are you at? Spirit
1: of the Apollo. We're going to keep it moving. That's
0: right. I All think, right. Yeah, you might have lost us.
1: So, we're on this side of the balcony now. Okay. There you go. Okay. We have a comment and a question, friend. Okay. So, first is the
0: comment for Crystal.
7: Huh? Hi, my name is Ashley. I just wanted to say I love you guys. I stand for you guys. I love what you guys are doing for the community, bringing us all together like this. Um, My question is, Crystal. Hmm. Crystal.
0: Yeah, that's it. Hmm. I love you. Um. (laughs) Crystal.
7: I know you had a Valentine. one, too. I got one, too. I got one, too. Can I be your Sedman?
9: And so now, here's the question. Girl, I love you. So, hey, Crystal. Hey, Kef Fury. So, (laughs) I'm not asking about Valentine's Day. My boo is over here. But I work at a company, and we had diversity and inclusion training. Here we fucking go. <laughs> and the CFO was in my training class, and so he said multiple things that were very like triggering to me. And one, very bad girl HR. So the one of the things that really got to me was we were getting off an elevator and I was going on break and so it wasn't even part of the class and he goes I hate when people go I don't like when people use privilege as a negative thing and he was a white older guy that was a CFO of a company and I'm black and gay and so All I could say was, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Because I'm like, I ain't trying to get fired today, but all I want to do is, like, march into his office because they don't really have offices there. How would you handle something like that? Like, if somebody, like, in power comes up to you and goes, I don't really believe in privilege. I earned what I got, but I don't believe I have privilege and they're white, CFO, and male.
1: I think first thing will come out of my mouth is some people don't believe that the planet is around, you know? (laughs) It doesn't just,
0: make it any less true. You know? <laughs> I mean, honestly, in a position like that, where this man has all the power and you have relatively none of it, and it's not like this is an HR violation or anything, I would just chalk that up to white people bullshit and go on about my fucking day. Like, stress myself out about this white man at work for what? You, your gay black ass, is not going to change his mind about that. Yeah. So I would just be like, whoa, girl, let me get in the group chat and tell them about this fucking Caucasian nonsense.
1: You actually handled it perfectly. Perfectly. You did, yeah. like
0: just with a, uh-huh. when it's just so- <laughs> uh uh-huh was,
1: uh-huh was like
0: when it's really something it. like that. Look, okay, sure, yeah, all right, Chad, you're right.
2: Mm hmm, yeah. And you know
0: what? Like if you really linger on it,
1: sometimes that's all you have to do. Like uh huh, <laughs> very bad. Cause they like they. They get so insecure and like yeah. don't know wait, what to do with that, and so then they'll just kind of keep going and making it worse. Just send them right back to their office since they don't really have one. I love how he pointed out that they don't really have office. Oh of yes. them. No, it's a very it's them open, open space. office plan. In bullshit. Intentional shade. Like I hate it really them. didn't need yeah. to be said, but he said it anyway because fuck them. Yeah.
0: Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna storm into your office even though it don't got no walls. Send them
1: back to their <laughs> fake office. You know what I'm saying? And just have them question themselves. It really don't make no sense for you to throw yourself into uh, stress or in the line of fire uh, over white people whitening.
9: So I want to leave. So just leave him as he is. You want to leave the job? No. Well, I have a backup plan I never leave without a backup plan Oh, well, yeah,
0: but look White people gonna say stupid shit at every job Every one of them So, no, I would not leave my job behind that one dumbass comment No, I would not Of course white people think they earned everything they got of course they but Crystal that. was very.
1: Um, Crystal put me on to, to keeping notes, taking records.
0: Oh yeah, I definitely do that.
1: Every little bit of
0: information. I always have my voice memos on when I'm alone in a room with a white person, because you never fucking know. Let's record everything that go on in this room, because you never fucking know. How are we on time? How many more questions can we take? Uh, y'all are not Alex. <laughs> Asante, Two. go ahead.
4: All right, one from Asante and one from Dustin. All right.
1: What's
4: your name? What's your question? Hey, y'all. My name is Cicely. I'm from Kentucky. Hey, Cicely.
1: From, um, I saw someone tweet about coming all the way from Kentucky. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to y'all. Hey,
4: um, I love you guys with the therapy stuff, but I got a little bit of mess. And I have a question. I'm asking for a friend. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So my friend went out on a date with a guy. He's a guy too. So, um, he says oh, okay. okay. right? I was like <laughs> So, he's like Sisley, tell me if I'm being superficial. I'm like, I'm stuck. So, he goes on this date with this guy and he has he my friend wears invisaligns. So, he's joking with the guy. like, yo, I'm about to take out my teeth so I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was like, my shit, me too and took out his front tooth. <laughs> Bitch. And I'm like, So, So he's texting me and I'm like, okay, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, whatever. It's cool. No. <laughs> Nigga took out his flapper. Took out his front. Oh. And laid it on the table. So I'm like, oh, cool. No, okay. he didn't. And he's texting. That's So he's... And my friend is like, okay, no. cool. I'm like, yo, he's texting. I'm like, just go through the day. Because the day... I mean, the guy's a nice guy. So they go back to the crib. He gets over that. And the guy took off his sock and has a black toe. So I'm like... <laughs> So, long story short, oh, no. I have the task of ask, of telling my friend if he's overreacting. The guy's nice. The guy's nice. He could get his tooth fixed. He can get his toe he fixed. He could get his toe fixed. He could get his tooth fixed. It's just more like what kind of Bama takes his tooth out at the table and puts it on the guy just next to the fucking silverware. I think, he, had, I think silverware. he thought they had a common theme or something, but I'm like, yo, that's Invisalign, and that's your tooth, so... <laughs> Did your friend I have a, uh, did your friend take out
0: his Invisalign at the table? Well yeah he you okay, know they so have the box to judge. go with no. they have the
4: box to go with it. So, so he, he didn't leave, it out.
0: so he didn't leave the tray on the table. Pocket. I still feel like if you took if you put your hands in your mouth at the table then we both nasty so they both Oh, but
1: it's one thing to take your invisible out and then take out one of your two goddamn front teeth like it was all you wanted no, for Christmas. He
0: wanted some goddamn but corn. Man, he wanted and, to and get you into that what? apple. He wanted that shit. You know what? I was
1: with him on the tooth. What the hell? I could have gotten past that's the help. tooth, nigga, you done got a little too goddamn comfortable, a little too fast. Put
0: Nosferatu away. How dare you? So yeah, I'm just saying, if everything else is perfect, I could probably look past this. TLC, TLC got a show called uh, "My Feet Are Killing Me." They got a fine-ass black lady foot doctor on that show. And I'm just saying, they might be able to heal whatever the Thanks fuck. Thanks for the reference. I'm just Thank saying, you. they might be able to clear whatever that reference. is right on up. You're right. And he could get he could get a crown for that tooth. Done. Listen, y'all will stay through nigga, with niggas through all kind of bullshit. I mean, kids and cheating multiple times and every damn thing else. But the tooth is where y'all draw the line. I draw the line
1: at the toe. I was fine. <laughs> With the tooth, he had a backup. He could have popped it right back in. I understand you wanted to be comfortable. Whatever. That's a little jarring. We're getting snow one another. <laughs> but then, I just.
0: I'm just saying, it's hard to find a good nigga out here.
1: Foot shit is triggering for me, but the, yeah, that is a, a fact as well. It is difficult. <laughs> so your saying. journey, it's your
5: journey. Good luck.
0: All right, Dustin, who we got? Hi, y'all.
5: I'm Jordan from Virginia. Hey, it's okay girl. to use my real name. My daddy don't listen. It's about my daddy. Um, okay. I just okay. want to say to the person that just went, she right. It's hard to find a good person, so just roll with the punches, baby. But...
1: Fair enough.
5: But you know what I'm saying? Roll with the kicks. You right. Um,
0: so... <laughs> that goddamn Dustin... What's what's going on, Jordan? Don't let Dustin deter you from your question. Okay.
5: All right. So me and my dad, we kind of been going up and down basically my whole life. Him and my mom have been divorced since I was about three. It's just been me and my mom for my whole life. So I've really been trying to work out my relationship with him. I've been listening to y'all, you know, about toxic family members. But because he's my dad, I've kind of been, like, putting in... The good fight, you know, come to therapy with me. Let's try this. Even down to, the, you know, those little Bible devotional things you could do with your family.
1: Ooh, my mama love that. Try
5: them.
0: that. Okay, Connie you know got every saying? last one of
5: them. So I've tried to go through these different things with him. And now I'm at a point where I'm 26. I have a sister that is going on 20. I have a brother that is 25. So I'm like, I'm scared that if I cut my dad off completely, I'll also lose ties with my siblings. So I'm kind of at a place where I'm
0: like, Mm.
1: What makes you you feel like cutting off your father would...
0: Why would that be the case? Do you think it would be like a us versus them thing where it's like we have to side with daddy and not talk to you no more?
5: Yeah, my dad is very like that. Like, he's very like, okay, so it's ride it out for us or it's be over there with them. So, like, that's why me and him have had such a strenuous relationship because, of course, my mama gave birth to me. So, it's always been me and my mama. But I'm like, I want want you to walk me down the aisle. You still here. So, let's try to fix this thing. But he just... Don't Mm. he's not in a place where he can fix
0: it. It's a tug of war all the
5: time.
1: Very stubborn.
5: Very stubborn. Yeah,
1: I understand. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I mean, I guess I would talk to my siblings first then. Yeah. And just be like, you know, we're all grown here. Yeah. I want to make sure we're on the same page. I don't know what y'all relationship with our father is like, but as for me and that nigga, I really don't see it going on for too (laughs) much further. I mean, I'm sorry, I call my father that nigga. You might not be (laughs) at that place. (laughs) I understand. Like we, I don't see it for me and and him and, you know, texting every day or no shit like that. But I hope that doesn't impact my relationship with you. You know, this is not me saying I don't want nothing to do. With all of his kids, you know, right. like y'all still my brother, sister. I still want to be in your life. I think I would go to them first just so they yeah. know so that when my daddy come to them with the bullshit, they'll already know what's up. But you have to do what's right. best for you and you yeah. have to draw whatever boundaries feel good for you. If you're like, OK, I don't have to officially, you know, cut you out of my life. I can just pick times when I'm willing to engage with your ass and when I'm not. Then that's right. fine. Yeah. Do whatever works for you. But don't let the fear of your siblings not being in your life anymore stop you from doing it because you right. deserve to be happy and not have that stress in your life right, period agree. and if your siblings are rational fair-minded people then they should be able to see where you coming from
1: yeah i feel like they sound like they're young enough to understand like and and if they've witnessed you making a genuine effort with their dad and it's you know how it's kind of been stagnant or still or whatever then going to them and being like look i've tried the best that I can with that it's not like I'm just saying fuck this nigga and I don't yeah. care like I've genuinely tried it doesn't seem like it's working but I love y'all I want us to remain that's like the best that you can do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you can't make anybody do anything even if True. they're family you know what yeah. I'm saying like some of us feel obligations to family because they're family and some of us have those family members right. that don't feel the same way right. or can't come out of their own stubbornness yep. to like compromise so mm-hmm. like she just said I would Definitely talk to my siblings first. So when dad comes around with the bullshit, <laughs> then they already prepare because you have that conversation and you gotta do whatever is best for your yeah. own health.
0: Yeah. Take care of yourself. Yep. And good luck. Thanks, y'all. You're welcome. Thank you to everybody who got up and asked the question in front of these mean ass niggas. Cause y'all mean. Cause y'all show booed old girl. <laughs> I mean, but well, she needed to. I
1: mean. <laughs> and oh. I was I wanted to hear it. But it was like, girl, when? <laughs> All right, so it's time for the read It
0: is, let's slide on into the read I just have two quick things for y'all And then I'm gonna get out your way First of all, Delta CEO Ed Bastian Responded to a viral video that has been going around the internet In the past few days, if you haven't seen it It is a woman who is on a plane, American Airlines flight She has reclined her seat back the man behind her is watching a movie or something on his phone and he is steadily beating the back of her chair because his doesn't recline. He's in the last row. And so she's just got the phone up and he just keeps beating it, beating it, beating it. And then he whispers something, says something to her that I can't make out and then just keeps hitting the chair. So the, the video was confusing to me because, bitch, I'll be goddamned. Either I'm cussing you out or I'm, I'm mashing that flight attendant button. But one way or another, you are not finna do that shit. But it started all these arguments over whether it's okay to recline on a plane or not, and people have been going back and forth, right? So Delta CEO chimed in for reasons unknown and said he feels like it's rude to recline your seat on a plane, and if you know there's somebody tall behind you, you should ask first and see if it's okay, and if they say no, then you can't do it. Now, first of all, sir, if you don't want me to to recline the fucking seat, then don't put the button there that moves the seat back. First of all, don't do that. Tall or short or whoever else is behind me. How the fuck would I know how tall the nigga behind me is? I'm not getting up and looking like, oh, okay. I don't give a fuck. That ain't none of my fucking business. I'm in row 23, okay, 23A. I ain't got nothing Period. to do with the rest of you niggas. Secondly, this coming from the CEO of an airline is incredibly rich because y'all have the ability to configure these planes and y'all are the ones who have been smushing 110 seats on an aircraft that's meant to carry 80. Y'all are the ones making the seats more narrow, putting them closer together, making the aisles smaller. Like y'all are doing all that shit in order to make as much money as possible. So if you really feel like, oh, well, you know, reclining might be in somebody's lap and that's not fair. Maybe you should configure figure planes to where I can recline and my shit is not in somebody's goddamn lap. Like you could always do that, sir. Like you complaining about the problem, but you also have the ability to fix it. You can't tell me Delta CEO, a man who made almost $15 million in total compensation last year that you are even flying commercial. You are not even flying commercial, much less coach. You are never, ever Go and be in the last row of a plane. So really, this has nothing to do with you. Maybe you should shut your fucking mouth or go about doing things that make air travel easier for everybody. The yes. airlines have done this shit to us. And so people are going back and forth and fighting and screaming and all this shit with each other, banging on people's chairs and shit when what you could really do is understand that this is... It is these greedy ass airlines trying to squeeze every fucking cent they can out of us. Remember when an airplane ticket automatically meant you could check a bag? Remember when every fucking flight came with one free check bag? These airlines. These people get richer and richer. They have bigger and bigger profits, and all we get is more and more miserable on these planes. So let's start pointing the blame where it belongs. And Ed Bastian, you might want to mind your rich-ass business and not speak on poor people's shit. Because again, it is your fault that this is even an issue in the first fucking place. Now, number two. This nigga, Michael Bloomberg... Now, I know I don't have to tell New York City why we not voting for Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> I know I don't have to do that. I'm actually going to read y'all the exact quote. I'm going to make sure I didn't get it wrong. You know he's running all kinds of ads and shit all over the place. So in one of them that is targeted to the hashtag blacks, he, he says, As mayor, I fought to change the status quo for black New Yorkers by addressing areas such as education, healthcare, and incarceration, you address the areas of education, incarceration, healthcare. By address, normally when people say they address these concerns, they mean they went in and made them better. <laughs> But you actually increased the incarceration for black and brown people in this city, getting locked up for ridiculous, stupid things. And you are the one who instigated Stop and Frisk and stood up behind it and tortured hundreds of thousands of black and brown people who to this day are still dealing with the aftermath of that. And you are the one who cut the maintenance budget for NYCHA and acted like all these fucking tickets and shit was, all these maintenance requests was filled and shit when they really wasn't. Talking about, oh, we went from 407,000 open tickets to 106. Bitch, how? By lying, bitch, that's how. Michael Bloomberg. This is the same motherfucker who threw a tantrum when the go- when the governor told him, we're not fingerprinting people for food stamps no more, my nigga. Talking about, well, I just feel like the people want to make sure that food stamps are going to those who deserve it. I mean, it might just be me. I feel like everybody deserves to eat. If you are so fucking hungry that you're going to go down to one of them incredibly ill-run places to put in that application all goddamn day and pray that your one little check stub is low enough to where you can get some fucking help, it's people like Michael Bloomberg who are so fucking rich and so fucking selfish that make being in America the trial that it is for so many of us. And so he's reaching out to everywhere else. Like I said, New Yorkers is not falling for this shit but our aunties and cousins and them down south and all that they don't know shit about what he did in New York City and all they're hearing is radio ads all they're seeing is TV ads where he's talking about how great he is and all the great things he did for black people and how he wants to reverse the economic inequality in the in the black community and all this shit meanwhile there is not one single nigga who is endorsing Bloomberg without getting a check behind it not one so what we need to make sure we do is send out as much information as possible to our People in other parts of the country to let them know I know you niggas is voting before us and all this other shit, and Michael Bloomberg done spent $350 million so far on this campaign. Michael Bloomberg is getting every new staffer a MacBook and an iPhone 11 and $6,000 fucking dollars a month to look the other way when it comes to his record and the shit he has done. So I know, I know, and he's he's getting to us because black people's number one concern is getting Trump the fuck out of here. It is. Our number one concern is getting Trump out of here. But Michael Bloomberg is just Trump except smarter and with real money and with companies that are actually doing well. He is Donald Trump. It is no better. So (laughs) absolutely anybody but Trump or Bloomberg 2020 spread the goddamn word and make sure we counteract the misinformation that this nigga is putting out there. I'm like, now I came in on the tail end of the Bloomberg administration and even I know better than this dumb shit. So yeah, pass the word to your niggas in other places. Bloomberg ain't it. And that's it. I'm done.
1: So, uh, I mentioned at the top of the show how I don't give a fuck. Um, I have a few things I like to go over. Most of them are incredibly petty and have nothing to do with anybody but me. But I'm the one with the microphone. So, there's that. First, I have a message to um, two different Lyft drivers that I had this week. <laughs> The first one picked me up, I think, to go to the studio earlier this week. Um, When I got in the car, apparently he said good evening to me. I did not hear him. What I did hear first was, did you hear me speak to you?
0: (laughs) Is Connie in the car and I didn't know it?
1: I said... I'm sorry, you said something to me? I said, I said, good evening. I said, okay. <laughs> nigga, fuck you in this goddamn evening, nigga. I don't have to say nothing to you, nigga. Now, yes, I understand. Typically, you give someone a salutation, a greeting, whatever the fuck. You'd expect one in return. I'm not your average nigga, <laughs> OK? I'm 32 going on 75. And if I don't want to say something to and here's the thing. I have basic manners and respect. Had I heard him say good evening, I would have said it back, but I didn't hear him say anything. So for you to hit me with a, uh, did you hear me speak to you, like you, you know what I'm saying, Fertilize my mama's egg. <laughs> you got me fucked up second lift driver was someone yesterday i went to the apple store on fifth avenue the 24 hour went to get this particular ipad so that i could do this show that you all came at um freezing cold all of like 12 degrees went out there to go get this ipad i hopped in a new lift to go back home the driver is instantly making conversation but he's so kind You know, I really just wanted to continue listening to A Boogie with the Hoodie or whatever the fuck it was I was playing. But no. So he asked me, oh, he was very interested in the Apple Store. Um, Oh, it's open 24 hours. It's 3 AM, so. (laughs) Yep. Oh, and he's like, oh, you, you, you got an iPhone? I said, no, I got this iPad. He then says, it's expensive, huh? I said. Yeah, a lot of the stuff in there is expensive. He goes, how much you pay for that? So I said to him, no, he wasn't white. How many white fucking Lyft and Uber drivers you bet? So he asked me how much the iPad cost. I responded to him saying it was a lot. This nigga is looking at me in the rearview mirror. (laughs) He says nothing. He just, I say, it's a lot. And he's just like. (laughs) Like like, waiting for the actual dollar amount I can tell. And I'm just like, mind you, he doesn't break contact. I wanted to be like, nigga, you know you're driving a car? So I told him it was 949 plus tax. He goes, woof, that's crazy, that's crazy. Bitch, this is why I told you that it cost a lot, nigga. I warned you, the fuck? Why are you judging me and the amount of money that I spent on my iPad that I'm taking to my home? Bitch, this is why nobody want to talk to y'all motherfuckers when we get in these goddamn cars, nigga. Drive the vehicle, sir. Focus on my route and my final goddamn destination. I could have got three goddamn iPads if I so chose, bitch don't count my coins (laughs) worry about you Now, next, I'm tired of all these four-year-old rappers. I said it. I fucking said it. I don't give a shit. I'm tired of hip-hop toddlers. I'm done. Okay? <laughs> like, I don't understand why y'all feel this is necessary. I like the girl Lele. The, that girl Period. Lele. Period. she from Texas or something. She clearly is having a good time. Whether she writes those songs or not, mama's in it to win it, and I feel what she's vibing on. You and the rest of these goddamn three-year-olds that you putting in Fitties and Tims, like, girl, stay Stop it. Okay, just because your baby knows all the lyrics to the box by Roddy Ricch does not mean that they need to be on rhythm and flow. Stop it. <laughs> okay? That baby knows all of Pop Smoke's verses because that's all you play when you pick his ass up from aftercare, Damn. bitch. Like, it doesn't Damn. mean you need to be spreading, spending their fruit stack money on treatments and visuals and, and smoke machines, and all this other shit. Go to work. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Speaking of rap, on the way over here, I, uh, the driver is playing at uh, one of these rap stations, and I heard a new song by Fady Wap that samples uh, Outkast so fresh and so clean. Terribly. I just wanted to take this opportunity to say, boo. Boo. Um, <laughs> I don't understand why. Like, I understand I'm in that era in my life now where all of the songs from when I was in high school are being sampled and things, but goddamn, you can at least do it the fuck well. Stop desecrating my goddamn adolescence. Like, the fuck? Outkast been, been through way too much. I almost made an eye joke, but I... That, okay. Outkast been through way too much, okay, and given us countless iconic, legendary, and timeless classics for you to just be out here motherfucking caterwailing and doing all kind of bullshit, (laughs) sounding the fuck, fool, boo. (laughs) And also in that vein, when I Shazam the goddamn song to figure out who it was who was ruining a classic, I realized that Shazam, apparently when you like Search for a song. It will just drop the song into your music library as if you actually want. Bitch, I was just curious as to who to be mad at, bitch. Stop Like You need to mind your business. First of all, let's talk about how I, I put nigga in my phone continuously, and you still don't understand that that's what the fuck I mean. When I put N on it's going to be nigga. It's not going to be niggardly. It's not going to be anything the fuck else. Let me cuss. I'm an adult. Next, I want to address Wendy Williams and her goddamn python-looking ass. Wendy Williams celebrated Valentine's Day with some homophobia, America's favorite pastime. She um, apparently was... Doing some shit called Galentine's Day or whatever the fucking spritzer drinking ass hell she be talking about. And so, in, I guess, this same vein of talking about Galentine's Day, I guess this is when single gals get together and celebrate how they're independent and don't need no man. Um, she no, decided it's not just
0: single girls. It's just every girl. Oh, every girl? It's just friends. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, a Parks and Rec reference. Oh, that's right. Yeah that's a classic Amy Poehler's character is the one who started it yes. you just get all your girlfriends together I knew the knew that before sounded Feb- familiar yeah. but you don't have to be single but I mean yes so I mean, you're, like, you're not wrong right
1: I mean we can't go to the cheesecake before or after I get a dick if I'm not you know so like, <laughs> because oh, like oh yeah you,
0: we, we definitely do both
1: <laughs> right I'm just saying like if you're not among the single crowd and you have plans <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, anyway. She took this as an opportunity to then single out gay men and and sort of be like, I guess you can't sit with us. And she said, "Um, I don't care if you're gay, you don't get a menzie every 28 days. You can do a lot that we do, but I get offended by the idea that we go through something you will never go through. But I mean, that ain't our goddamn. Listen. Do you know how often I, like, wake up in the middle of the night having nightmares about labor and pregnancy? <laughs> and I
0: was like, blood every month? It sounds like she's jealous, honestly, because Like, I it's am. like,
1: <laughs> if I couldn't sympathize anymore, I don't know what I would do. But anyway, I don't know who she'd be going to gay brunches with. <laughs> she says then, um, and stop wearing our skirts and our heels... like took it there being very much like being very much like the straight cis girl that's super into everything gay culture the lingo and the the sayings the style and all of that other shit but then it's just one two boozy brunch that you find like oh you're the ops like <laughs> Why didn't you just vote Trump? I didn't know that you had so much hate
0: in your girl. I mean, imagine Wendy Williams being homophobic. For what?
1: Sis, you need to clutch on to every supporter you got. Especially the gays, because I've said it before, the gays of no other group or community are the sole motherfuckers that will keep your career afloat after everybody doesn't stop giving a fuck about you. The gays hold the girls up. Why do you think Tanache still make music? The gays buy it. That's right. Because of pride, that's why. (laughs) The gays buy it. We book the girls at Pride every year. Mm -hmm. Amory, come on down, sis. (laughs) You and both eyes. Let's go. So here's this.
2: I didn't mean to hurt anybody. Can we
1: get the audio? I'll start it over.
4: Yes, go off.
1: Can I start it over?
4: Mm. Why does she look like that?
1: I mean, why does she?
4: I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm just having a conversation. If you know me long enough, then you know. Bon vivant. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds fabulous. I'm 55 years old, and maybe I sounded like your auntie, your mother, your big sister, or somebody out of touch. I'm not out of touch, except for perhaps yesterday, by saying what I said. So I deeply apologize, and I deeply appreciate the support that I get from the community. I will do better. (laughs) I appreciate you supporting me. So,
1: (laughs) I mean, we can boo, but the girls are still going to be there for her taping, supported through all of that shit. It's like, you know what, girl? There's just so much that I can deal with with Wendy. And I feel like there are moments where I almost want to be like, you know what, I'm going to just shut the fuck up. Because as someone who talks about other people's business with no shame, not a bit of, like, reluctance, I don't give a fuck, like, I understand and respect that. But then sometimes you just dance out of bounds in ways that don't make no damn sense to me. Remember when she said something, I remember she was talking to, like, Alyssa Milano or something, but she was talking about how she hates women breastfeeding in public and stuff. It's like, where do you even get these opinions from. I don't
0: know. I don't know.
3: That's really But bizarre. you know what?
1: You, that, that nigga gone and, and addiction drama and falling out on TV. So girl,
0: she really threw Bon Vivant in there. Like it meant Anything to do with this situation? Like, I mean, she, she admitted she about. don't
1: know what it means, but like, sis, that's what do wendy for.
0: even still menstruate? <laughs> Why would she bring that up of all things? <laughs> of I all, thought I didn't give like a fuck. that's so fu- like that just shows what a dumb fucking argument it is. Even cis women will eventually stop menstruating, so like that doesn't make you that isn't what makes your womanhood. And men can wear whatever they want. Like, ugh, this is just so fucking stupid.
1: Speaking of Wendy, um, there was a story going around about a young Wendy's employee in Michigan somewhere who made the news because a video went viral on Facebook of him taking a bath in their kitchen sink. No!
0: Oh, no, white people got to be stopped.
1: This is going to have a very fun left turn in a moment.
0: Oh, my God, that poor sink. (laughs) So this white boy and
1: his legs got into... (laughs) the industrial sink over at a, a Wendy's in... I don't know what part of Michigan this was. Greenville? I don't know where that is. But... Needless to say, he was surrounded by other employees, most Caucasian, who were um, egging him on. I think somebody threw some soap in there. They had a great time. Why? For what? What? And you know what? I actually found a little bit of positivity out of this story because when I read the headline initially, I realized that there is, like, a little bit of light in my heart because I thought maybe it was just an employee that was hard on times and just didn't have nowhere else to bathe. And then I saw Tad and I said, Now, nigga, I know damn well you are not in the power soap talking about it feels like a hot tub. He needs his ass beat. So... Wendy's released a statement and said, we take it very seriously, very, very seriously. Excuse me. Yeah. Let me get both of them. That's we have already taken the proper steps to make sure something like this never happens again. Now, it's interesting, and here comes left turn, that they say that because just doing a very simple Google, I mean, a basic Google, Wendy's kitchen sink, I found information that this ain't the first time that this has happened at a Wendy's. <laughs> A similar story happened last year at a Wendy's in Michigan. I mean, I said that. A Wendy's in Florida, because of course.
2: (laughs) Would y'all like to
1: see that perpetrator? Yes. Oh, no!
0: What is wrong with these kids? Man, Wendy's was my first time. My heart's still broken. And I never bathed in that bitch.
1: So this story is of another young man who no longer works at Wendy's, um, who is bathing in same type of sink over there in Florida, except this one is one of us.
0: Um, Woo! Or is he? <laughs> no, he definitely is. Um, <laughs> Sad to say. White people copy everything we do. Like, I don't even understand. <laughs> even be nasty
1: without
4: y'all co-opting in like god
1: damn this is foul this is disgusting I don't know what the fuck you would think about or what would make you do so. like it's one thing that you're being so vile and disgusting in like a place that's meant to clean the products yes. that are being used to right. cook food yes. for the fucking public but then you have the actual black ass and white ass audacity to record it and put it on the internet like you really don't give a fuck oh we're doomed we're all doomed um, I just felt like bringing this to y'all's attention so there you go Wendy's up until a point was one of the few fast foods that if we was on the highway I would be like alright all that was right. okay yeah. you know what I mean yeah cause it tastes like real food but now who knows this may be a new TikTok trend that oh, the girls uh, are doing. Uh, I don't know what the fuck goes nope, on on nope, TikTok. Nope. <laughs> I still don't get it, and I have just submit to the fact that it is not for me. So, um, I don't really know about the faux but <laughs> there you have it. I'm just here to spread information. Foul, nasty, disgusting, and I can tell you who got their ass swiped and who did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for
0: the read. All right. Which means, I almost said that wraps up this week's episode.
1: (laughs) I mean, maybe it does. Who knows? Um, So, I just want to take this time to say thank you all for coming out. Thank you for the seven years. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. For supporting us and giving us the opportunity, me speaking for myself. Because, girl, sometimes I feel like you, you know, consider. (laughs) "Mm, Why'd I do this? But... (laughs) We get to have a blast and be ratchet in ghetto and talk about stuff. And, you know, I once was almost sued by a call center for hating it so It's true, much. he was. With all ten toes. Mm-hmm. Like, I stood firm in my hatred for that. Yeah, and, and Google took
0: you down.
1: Sure did, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or did it, you know what I'm saying? Actually, you could think Google took me down or that Google once again lent a helping hand. Just not to me. It's
0: true, yes. But
1: we get to do something dope. Um, and it's really because y'all have supported us for seven very long years. It feels like just yesterday, so thank because you for being dope and for supporting us in this wild and crazy ghetto-ass yes. ride.
0: Thank you so much. Reach out to your people. Tell them you love them. I lost a friend a few days ago, and it just made me Realize all over again how precious and short life is. So, if you love somebody and you haven't told them in a while, please do. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And rest in peace to my nigga Curtis. I love you, man. Thank y'all so much for coming out tonight. Get home safe. Yes, get home safe. Thank
1: you, y'all. All All right, guys. Thanks for putting up with us and our nonsense once again (laughs) this week. Don't forget, shopping sustainably just got a whole lot easier and more affordable with ThreadUp. ThreadUp's the largest online. thrift store with your favorite brands get an exclusive offer off of an, ex, an extra 30% off your first order when you go to threadup.com up.com slash the read that's threadup up t-h-r-e-d-u-p.com slash read r-e-a-d for 30% off your first order today terms apply get you some let's go on ahead and call it
0: yeah thanks everybody for um supporting the show seven years and we'll be back in the studio next week bye